The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a traveling spooky edition of Hysteria 51. Traveling because I'm not in studio, I'm not at home, so if I sound a little bit different... You can kiss ass. No, I I apologize. Um, so there is a nice thing about that. The bots aren't here. I am uh, remote, so I'm coming to you not from the normal or fourth dimension. We'll call this the side fifth dimension <laughs> <laughs> with a Zoom outreach to parts unknown Colorado to uh, my good friend, my partner in crime, Mr. David Flora. How goes, sir? Hello. Uh, things have cleared up a lot here. I'm no longer sick. The fires are contained. We're all uh, keeping on here. The fires um, are contained. Those bastards. I'm sorry. I know you. <laughs> I know you work so hard on those fires. I don't. I doubt they're out, but they're at least contained. Man, so all joking aside, uh, Canada, your place, uh, Hawaii, California, Hawaii. Oh, man, geez. what a season! Just. Our future's so bright, you're going to have to wear shades <laughs> because of Yeah, because the they're wildfires. melted to your face. Yeah, exactly. So scary. Uh, and uh, speaking of scary, it kind of goes along with this week's topic. How is that for a transition, my friend? Those, that's, uh, well, that's what a professional does. Those night classes have been paying off. And by <laughs> night classes, I mean that's when I go to my correspondence school. Thank you, Sally Struthers. <laughs> we are talking... Ghost stories once again, and we're talking to ghost stories because we had one recently. David did the wonderful job of reading it to you from our listeners, and we want more. Much like a crack addict, we want more. Uh, but in the form of your stories, how can they get them to us, fine sir? You can uh, send them to. Do you want the? Do you want these two weird, or do you want these two? Yeah, let's do weird. It'll be good. That okay. will, it'll be easy to pick out which is which. Great. You can send them to weird at hysteria51.com. W-E-I-R-D. Weird at hysteria51.com. You get those there. And uh, also send your weird stories. That's why we were, we were, do we want them there? Of course, because these ones won't have links probably. And I'm I'm smart enough to tell what's what. I might have just. Humble uh, brag. I might have just uh, (laughs) fooled myself into believing that. But uh, yeah, so we thought we would come to you. With some weird stories, I've got one of my own, something that Lisa and I have went through. It is our own personal story, and you're going to come at with us with a story. But beforehand, man, I swear, if you watch television, there are so many ghost hunting shows and, and ghost this and ghost that. And 
now in Chicago, which I, I went to not too long ago, there's the Torture Museum. Why are ghost stories and the like the gift that just keeps on giving, do you think? <laughs> is it, This is a torture museum in Chicago now? Yeah, so it's right next to the Chicago Theater, and it is mannequins uh, on the torture devices throughout the ages. And I say mannequins. I mean, they're like wax figures, yeah. mannequins, whatever you want to call it. Or people. I mean, I don't know. I didn't touch them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty gruesome. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. There was a, there was a torture museum in... Uh, maybe Edinburgh. Um, we you almost went and it just went turned to out it. to be a sex shop. You're like, Fuck. It, it was. <laughs> that's just uh, that's just a tea house for the Scots. <laughs> <laughs> they just get tea there. No, mm. I I don't get into that stuff. To be honest, it it doesn't do anything for me. Um, but a lot of people Are we talking about the it, sex it, shop or the the tortures. I'm so well, confused look, right now. You know what? Roll your own dice on this one. I don't give a shit. But like. <laughs> Uh, the, these, these places, they, to me, they're like true crime podcasts or like the really gory true crime stuff. You know, a lot of people love them and I'm just like super indifferent to them. Yeah. You know, I like a good, uh, ghost story, especially on, on like, I don't know why I like them on like podcasts and stuff, but I don't, I I love the people out doing it. I don't love watching people over and over and over again, go into places and going, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Um, and the goriness, I, I dig like going, like I, I did enjoy the Torture Museum, but it's not like on my must see every time I go somewhere kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because the, it can be really cool or can skirt the line of uh, being exploitative of insert whatever. Yeah. 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 I, that's absolutely true, I, I think. And, you know, this one in the one I was talking about in Edinburgh, they were, very interactive with the audience, I guess, yeah. you know, it, it, they take you a tour through there and stuff, but then some people, they, uh, hook up to some of the machines. I was just going to say, there's nothing, there's nothing more fun than a, <laughs> than a hands-on torture experience. Interactive torture <laughs> museum experience. <laughs> the interactive torture <laughs> experience. And uh, as you can see here, David is crying real tears of blood. <laughs> if I wanted to see exploited people uh, torturing and exploited people, I'd just go to the British Museum. Hey, oh, wow! I did actually do that, Brent. <laughs> I did visit that. <laughs> I saw someone online said they're like talking. They're like, "What feels British, but isn't?" And someone said, "Everything inside the British Museum." <laughs> anyway, that's enough hate mail that we're going to get for the week. Uh, yeah, guys, so we're going to tell you some ghost stories. I'm going to tell you mine. My mind, am I, I mean, uh, producer Lisa and I, she's not here to, uh, correct me. So we're just going to pretend everything I say is absolutely the truth. So help me crom. And we're going to do that right after this break on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Mm, je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. 
what's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by extras for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started for very limited time. Hysteria Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. Nation, we want pictures of your dogs. That's just a personal request for me, but while you look for a good one, let me tell you about something near and dear to mine, Brent's hearts, your dog's health. You may have noticed lots of dogs suffering from health issues these days, joints, odors, it's not good. Actress Katherine Heigl noticed these issues too, and after a ton of research, there was one place she found we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she created Superfood Complete, food for your four-legged friend that's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods vital to your dog's health. Her company, Badlands Ranch, also supports the Jason Debus Heigl Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Now, I know Brent has used Superfood Complete with his lovable meatballs, and they absolutely love it. He said it's easy to prepare, both his guys grow crazy for it, and he loves knowing what he's giving them is healthy and full of ingredients that are actually beneficial to his little rapscallions. You can try it for yourself by going to BadlandsRanch.com slash hysteria and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-Ranch.com slash hysteria today. All right, and we're back, and this is uh, my story time, and I've alluded to this a little bit before. I don't think I've told this story on here. I know I told it on uh, a show or two before. I think Project Archivist had me on, and I told this. Anyway, so I 
the first time he ever came to Lisa's house. All right. This is before we're married. It's the first time I'm setting foot in her house. She owns this house. We're sitting, we go into the kitchen, we're talking, and one of the lights dims, like, like goes out, comes back on. She's like, well, that's weird. That's never happened before. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So nothing happens. Leave. And uh doesn't happen again. Time goes by. We're dating. We're married. And we're living together. And we'd be sitting watching TV in our living room. And right above, so the whole house has a, it has a full house attic. The attic has a floor that is a, like a finished floor. You can walk on it, but the rest of it isn't finished. So we just use it for storage. But is this your current house? The house I live in right now. All right. Okay. There is one room upstairs that was finished, but it had no heating and air, but it was carpeted and insulated and has windows and all that stuff. That is what I made into the old studio. And so we have what they call like a mini split. It's that thing that goes outside. It looks kind of like a smaller air conditioner and it's heating in there and blah, 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 blah. So that's up there. Oh, and otherwise the rest of the, the house is, or I'm sorry, the rest of the attic is just open in storage. Anyway, I'm just painting a picture with all that. So we're sitting and we're watching TV. Or no, I'm skipping ahead. So the first time my dog's there and he starts barking at the back stairs that go up to the attic like barking 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 and we hear like a and i don't know if you can hear that i'm I'm kind of banging on the desk ne- desk next to me and i'm like someone's in the attic like i heard something she heard something the dog's going crazy so i open the door we go up the dog and i dog runs upstairs and he's looking around i'm looking around there's nothing up there well then after that that room that was up here, the dog all of a sudden wants to be up there all the time, wants to be in there. So if we're not home, we'd put him in there a lot. And that just became his like room. You know, he liked being in there. Not that weird. It's his own private area. He's got a little couch thing up there that he can lay on and stuff. Good for him. Right. <laughs> Good for him. He's away from everyone. Uh, well, so, bully for this fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where's the dog in the attic? Uh, so we're laying on the couch, like watching TV one time, and right above us, we hear bang, bang on the floor right above us. I mean, like someone stomps their foot. Fuck, someone's in the fucking attic, you know? Like, oh my God, like there's no escaping it. I run upstairs looking, nothing. Dog's sitting there not doing a thing. Looking, 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 nothing. All right. Days go by, we're watching TV. Bang, bang on the floor. Go upstairs, nothing. Well, it goes enough that I just quit going upstairs. You know what I mean? Like, it's happening enough. And it's happening enough that her and I are fighting about it. Not fighting, but like, what is it? I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? I don't know. What the fuck do you think it is? You know what I mean? Like, it's stressing us both out a little bit. So, I'm like, maybe there's like a raccoon or something like up there. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, we call an exterminator. So he looks and he's like, well, there's no entry points. He's like, a lot of times you'll have like a softening or blah, 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 blah. You have entry points. He's like, there's no walls for them to be in either up there. The one wall is exposed on the outside, but I'm going to put up live traps. I'm going to put a, I'm going to anchor a couple of live traps to your roof. And if anything's getting up there, a possum or raccoon, anything like that, it'll get, get, we'll, we'll know. 
So he puts up traps and nothing. You know, he comes back like three days later, comes back a week later, nothing. He, you know, takes him down. And he's like, I don't think, you know, whatever's going on is, uh, we didn't tell him <laughs> there's banging and shit. You know what I mean? We just told, we thought maybe yeah. something in there and we could hear something up there. So he's like, whatever it is, I don't think it's, it's, um, uh, an animal. We even thought about like frogging. I don't know if you've heard of frogging, like when someone lives in your walls and shit like that. Oh God. Yeah. But That's, there's nowhere yeah. for them to be. There's no like. So you think. Well, but there's no room <laughs> up there. You know what I mean? Like they're not in the walls. We don't have a space for them. And if they're yeah. up there, when you go up there, it's just one open space. You would see them. You know what I mean? There's nowhere to hide. Could be in the Uber attic. <laughs> Which is the roof. They're just up the stairs on the roof with a tent and a, <laughs> and a fucking will <laughs> to make it. Um, and we don't have trees over our house, so it's not like things are jumping down. It's not the sound. It was, you know, it's not like scurry, scurry, scurry. It's like bang, bang, right? Yeah. So I am sitting in the living room one night watching television with Lisa, and the bang, bang happens, and I know this is going to sound like a line. I can, I'm just going to tell you exactly what happened. And I go, fucking stop it. I'm sick of it. Knock this shit out. You know, I yell at it, whatever it is. And I shit you not, water hits the top of my head, like enough to wet my hair. Lisa looks at me and grabs my head as soon as it happens. And she's like, your head's wet. We put our shoes on and left the house. (laughs) I fucking tuck tail like a fucking child. And I was like, nope, I'm cheesing out of here. We got the dog and we left for a few hours. It shook me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So hmm. I decide that I'm going to call around in Chicago and find one of these maybe groups that investigate, right? And Oh, boy. I find a group. I'm not going to name any names or anything like that. When was I, this now? This would have been. So we got married in 2013. So 2014, 2015. It's before I had started the podcast. Um, so a long time ago, I mean, mm-hmm. years ago, right? But, uh, room was still up there. Like I'm talking about that. I ended up making into the studio, but all right. So the water thing was fucking weird. Right. And I will never forget because this group wants to come in and Lisa and I had just went to, um, we'd been on vacation and we went to, I forget where it was. I know it doesn't matter, but. We got these little, like, two little gargoyle, like, little ceramic on their stone or whatever, like a, a big little gargoyle. They're cute, and they're like, we set them on the uh, the television the next day. So we set them there. The next day, this group's coming in. So it's a guy and a girl. They come in, and she's like, mm, oh, the energy here. Mm. Um, number one, these are have been bringing a lot of bad energy. And she points to these gargoyles that have been there, like, 12 hours <laughs> She's like, these right here need to go. These have been causing a lot of issues. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I don't say, you know, Lisa and I like look each other and do like the the eye roll thing, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they go up to the room upstairs, which is directly above what, uh, you know, the above the, uh, the, ba- the, the living room where we'd hear like the banging. They put a tape recorder in there and we're in there a few minutes talking and they leave Levi, we go downstairs and we just have a conversation. They come back up, they take the tape recorder and they leave. And like a day later, he's like, Hey, 
um, we would like to do a investigation. I know when we came the last time the dog wasn't there, things we picked up, blah, blah, blah. We want to do that. And Lisa and I are like, no, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was free. We didn't pay him anything. <laughs> this is evil and that. And, you know, no, go fuck yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it left a bad taste in my mouth. And we didn't talk about it with a lot of people because, you know, when you talk about these things, people immediately eye roll and go, <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. uh, I happened to tell a guy that I'd known from uh, years ago when I was you know, from school and stuff. And he goes, Hey, there's this guy in Springfield and he runs a place. He doesn't charge, but he kind of does this stuff. And, you know, I've had people that I've known that have talked to him and they did really, you know, they seem to have liked him. And he's like a no nonsense, no bullshitter kind of guy. Why don't you call him? And I go, okay. All right. Well, toss it around. And then I call him and I just say, Hey, uh, banging exterminators, you know, um, we arguing, blah, blah, blah. I got a hit on the hair and he's like, okay, cool. Uh, give me like 30 minutes. I gotta, th- I gotta, I gotta send out feelers and all this shit or I, I don't know. I'm saying that like whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, well, I'll never hear from this fucking guy again. <laughs> he calls back and he's like, Hey, uh, so your wife's grandpa died, right? Recently, like really recently. We're like, Yeah. He's like, so I feel like it was her parents moved a lot of his stuff into your attic. We're like, yeah, this is shit we hadn't said anything about. He's like, he's attached to that. And he was very sick with dementia and he's very embarrassed. So he's trying to reach out. You're the only one who's susceptible to that me. And he's trying to get a hold of Lisa. He boated and he spent, he lived on a, on a, on a boat, like a houseboat and all this stuff. So his connection is to water. That's why he could do that. There's no water pipes above our, our, you know, our living room. There's no water in the attic or anything like that. Like the hair on my arms and shit is like standing up. He goes, all you, all you gotta do, at least gotta go upstairs and tell grandpa it's okay. And he goes, also, he wants to tell a Mary, whoever that is, is that uh, he's sorry he isn't like that, and he apologizes. So I get off the phone with him. I tell Lisa she's supposed to do that, and I'm like, who's Mary? And she's like, I don't know any Mary. Like, blah, blah, She calls her mom. Mary was his live-in nurse uh, during hospice at the end. Ugh. Lisa goes up. Oh, and he says, don't worry. He'll probably come back, but he's going to leave. He might come back every once in a while on like a holiday or something like that. Fucking she goes upstairs. He goes, you can't be in there. She's just got to go talk to him. I don't know what she said. She said it every once in a while. We hear a bang, bang around like Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. (laughs) Swear to God. How fucking crazy is that? Oh, and he says, this is what I forgot. You've also had some other weird things going on. That's another thing that's in your house. It's a person that lived there a long time ago. You don't want to get rid of them. They're good. He's like, you've had like lights go off and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, which I hadn't even said. Oh, that's someone else. But you want them there. They're like a good spirit. I'm like, all right. uh, How fucking crazy is that story? That's wild. Now, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that I wish would happen to me. So because I then you can't believe it because you can't believe it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. It's, right. Like, and I tell so you that. So I know now. Now, you know, the. There's two parts to this, just thinking, you know, uh, critically about it is that 
um, a lot of this stuff somebody could find out somehow, but it doesn't explain that you're you got hit in the head with water. It doesn't explain that um, everything happens like he says it would, like it it'll happen on uh, holidays or if whatever. If it had been for the water, I I would have written everything off. Yeah, because you could probably find out a lot of information if you're if you really know what you're doing you know and what i mean is also e- this... and i do want to stress this is pre-show so i wasn't out there putting my life online yeah and that, that i really do um i'm just wondering like yeah. if he were able to find out in information from names and and get um yeah, quite possibly dig I... into like who who his caretaker was when mm-hmm. he was in hospice or whatever stuff like that it's doable it's hard it was especially be, in uh, like in like 20 minutes of never meeting me not right, even knowing right. I was calling um but... i was like what is that 20 minutes thing he goes so i have these he told me this whole story how he had like a near miss experience and then he started seeing things and he thought he was going crazy when he was younger he realized like he was seeing spirits and they come to him and he goes, it's the problem is, and this is how he explained it. He goes, when someone dies or something, then if they're stuck here, he goes, I'm a flashlight in the dark, not just him, but anyone like that. And he goes, I don't like it. <laughs> what he yeah. told me, he you goes, hear and here's lot, you what know? you need to know to me. He goes, her grandfather was coming to you because you have the ability to become this if you opened yourself Please, by God, don't ever do that. And I'm like, yes, sir. Please, thank you. Never. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that at all. Um, you don't want to be the Whoopi Goldberg of your area, <laughs> well, right? You know, like I mean, and whatever it was, but uh, the banging is very serious, very real. You know, um, and the water thing, and it was. I, I'm not gonna lie. It strained our marriage. Not strained, but like we're like arguing because we don't know what's happening. We felt helpless, and it's yeah. like bang bang you know and you're just like what the fuck is going on you know what i mean Hello. kind of thing are you there um oh you still there oh boy i just lost brent he must have gotten taken <laughs> you still there the, oh there you are <laughs> did you I hit the did, i hit the table and, and unplug shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> i thought you're you like, got got the ghosts got us <laughs> aren't you in yeah well no, it, no, it's no, yeah, I, that's it's, not um, what's going on. But no, so I was just like, wow, man, you know, like just what are you gonna do? You know, so it's what's cool about it is that you you got this stuff that is unexplainable. You could chalk it up to paranormal activity, mm-hmm. but you got more than that because then you got somebody who came, you know, out of nowhere right. and uh, knew things that you hadn't said, and then you you were able to kind of solve the problem through what he told you to do. And, and he's like, I don't I don't want money. I don't, that's not, you know, it wasn't like he was trying to get anything from us, which was, I thought that was pretty cool. Have you ever had him on? No, no. And I don't want to. And I know that sounds weird. Lisa and I talked about that. It was a very personal thing. And I don't want him to tell any, me any more than I, I don't want to know anymore about my own. You know what I mean? Oh, I was just, curious what other stories he had not necessarily probably fantastic you, no i get it um and uh it was just like uh i don't know if i want to go down that road kind of thing you know what i mean yeah i know that sounds probably fucking stupid you know but uh, uh not not necessarily i mean it 
obviously affected you and yeah um yeah i i can understand that that aspect that it's kind of like um when i had the past life regression kind of thing i was like i, I don't really want to share the mm-hmm. audio from that yeah yeah because it was recorded and stuff you know but and i i it's just like i don't think i believe it at all i think it i i was just had was led in my imagination um, it, you, at the time I it came that. up with stuff, and I like but, what you, you know. S- it was still personal, exactly. And I and I I I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was saying I liked what you said earlier too. You go, I wish it would happen to me, so I believed it because that's so true in so many things. I yeah. wish that I had it because if it doesn't happen, there's always that. Well, okay, but that's what you say, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for that's, uh, you that's, know. Completely um, wild. Now, I I'm trying to to think if there's any questions that aren't you know too personal to ask about. Well, no, it there's or anything, fine. And but. let's throw that out to the listeners. See if you guys have questions. Maybe I can answer. Um, I'm not going to give the name of the group because I don't want to shame them, and I'm not going to his name because he you know that's personal. Uh, you know, and he doesn't do this anymore per se. Uh, you know, he's moved away from Central Illinois. Um, but any other questions, I will answer you guys. Um, I, it's why the wildest thing about it to me would be that he was able to suss all this out remotely. He had, so, oh, I, I started to say that. So what he said he does is he has these spirits that he, they're, they're here and he talks to them and they can, they go and talk and find things out. He's like, they're like, they're like, like, not like detectives. They're like, he just. In tune with everything, and they they tell him what's going on. Yeah, and uh, you know it's not like her grandfather was like, oh, "I'm coming to you," you know, or anything like that, or you know, yeah. you know, uh, um, you know. I, I I guess I don't know exactly, but he says that's how he does it. Um, he says the spirits' name are Bing and Google. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! Right. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. If you got yeah, questions, I, uh, feel free to uh, shoot them to us, and uh, I'll do my best. Or if you got any questions wild. for Lisa or anything, um, yeah, it's. Know, um, I, I mean, because you know, let's say it's all true and everything that, and I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying what he's saying. Right. Um, like, was I taken for a ride on this whole thing? Whatever but, he did, it made my house stop banging. So I'll take it. That's what I'm saying. Like, so let's say it's all true. Then what? What does that then say about uh, the state of reality for us? Does that mean I then asked there him are if he's a souls? Christian and he said yes. I did ask him that. I said, "Are so, you religious?" And he said, "Yes." He said, "But the one thing is, not everything on this plane is a demon and evil, like a lot of of um, Christianity will tell you." Not everything is what evil, like a demon. Yeah, yeah, Um, and not everything just immediately goes to where they're supposed to be. Huh. Interesting. Um, whatever that means. Now, this isn't something I had. I did not have hours of conversations or anything like this. This was all done through two phone calls and an email exchange afterwards, thanking him and having a, a short conversation. 
Yeah, this is, this is the kind find, of stuff I'd I think love Le- to talk to him about. Well, and, and I, I tried to find that. I believe it's in Lisa's email. I was trying to find the email that we sent back and forth. Not that much was said other than, you know, thank you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. that That's the kind of stuff I, I would like to know more about. Like, what what can you suss out from the afterlife? And I, I think it's interesting to say... Not everything goes where it's supposed to. He said to, um, I remember talking to him, I said, you see this stuff. He said, it's weird because he goes, I will be in public and I will see like something attached to someone, something dark and they don't even know. And he goes, I don't just go up to people and go, blah, blah, blah. You know, like you've got this going, you know, most people don't want that. And unless they ask, I will not say anything because that's something that's not my place to do. And he goes, and when I was younger, I did. That I might disagree with. Well, he goes, and when I did, it caused a lot of issues, so I just don't do it. Yeah, well, I guess. Uh, I, I wonder, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just so many questions, right? Like, right, right. You, you know? Could, it, everything opens up to I did the ask next him question. why my dad loved Hee Haw, and he said it wasn't any of my business, so... Obviously, I'm some sure answers. I'm just, sure he's sparing you some details. That's probably that, one yeah. of those things. Some answers yeah. just aren't ready for us mere mortals. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's go to break. We come back. We got one more short one. Uh, maybe less beggings and water. Maybe not. We'll see. And I'm going to give you my list of ten books to read or listen to if you're into that such thing of the the spooky world that I, I'm a fan of. If you want to dive into that, that's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You didn't get any spectral water dripped on you during that break, did you, sir? I it wasn't water. <laughs> I knew it. 
I knew it. We're like the whore ghosts that I go. Someone needs to look at my titties. <laughs> rubbing my titties. Like, I, I need that that uh, Ray ghost from uh, Ray and Ghostbusters. Where she's yeah, giving a, yeah. Give him a BJ. Like, <laughs> where's, right. the, where's the 90s With- trap house ghost that like died like at a rager? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. You said you had uh, you had some friends over and you guys shared. I, I went to a friend's house uh, Sunday night and we had a, a paranormal night of sorts. Um, of course, I told them about um, the film coming out and everything, and that um, you know they're excited to see it here on the sixteenth of uh, September. I was just telling some people locally about it, and they're like, "Why is everything a triangle?" I'm like, "I think it's just because Bermuda Triangle." And like, you know, the Ansa Borrego tetrahedragon or whatever the word That's is. That's the thing. Sound we had that good. conversation. Yeah. We were like, is there, is like uh, the, the Borrego trapezoid yeah. sounds kind of I shit nerdy. you not. The Missouri rhombus <laughs> will knock your Aunt Connie's socks off. It's so terrifying. <laughs> the Nebraska isosceles triangle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that part of the reason why everything is a triangle is because everything's a triangle, right? Well, it, yeah, everything is a triangle if you just pick three spots. It's perfect, it, it, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we we talked about the film, but then uh, people would uh, show up and tell ghost stories and thing encounters they've had, and you know, it was really fun and fascinating uh, the stories that that people came up with, and there was quite a few UFO. Re- uh, reports, accounts, uh, happenings, experiences around here, like literally at the oh, mountain. Yeah. I can see out my window. Um, That's pretty cool, of, right? Yeah, no, it's it's super. It makes me kind of want to be like, hey, should we like try to go up there and uh, shoot some film? That would be fun you know, to go up this. in the uh, go, yeah, like go up in the mountains and and uh, camp and just you so, me set up a tripod and see what we catch on camera. <laughs> I, I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and that's going to um, be on our OnlyFans. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, One of the stories somebody told was he was camping up there alone and got uh, got this weird feeling. And then he said this, this bright light, almost like a floodlight or something, uh, kicked up behind him. And... And he froze and didn't want to turn around. You know, he just felt I shouldn't turn around. Um, and then he said he he got this telepathic message. Something started talking to him. No shit. And kept saying, turn around. Just turn around and see us. And he was like, no, fuck off. Get out of my head. Go away. See, and finally oh, the yeah. light went off and they stopped talking to him. And he said, after the light went off, he kind of slowly turned around and saw some sort of something in a little bit of light melting into the ground. Now, he, did, Almost he heard like this they, in his head, he said the whole time. He said it was telepathic. He heard these, these he something hear, talking to him. Did he say he heard anything? Like, like was it maybe nope. like a ship, a craft, or nothing? No sounds or anything other than just this voice saying turn around we want you to see us we want we want you to know this or something like that and then when he turned around he saw something melting like into Man. a puddle in the into the that ground sounds like every time earth. i get out of the shower and lisa's in the bathroom like turn around and look and she's like i don't want to see it I'm like turn around 
Look at this. And it looks a lot like melting also, but very differently. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry for that visual that's going to live free in all of your minds now. <laughs> no, that's... We uh, need this. Man, what a personal and weird... I will say the first few times, like when I heard something, I did charge up there like a like an idiot. And then the, the one time when I got wet, um, <laughs> that sounds weird, but when I get the water, I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, deuces, whoop, 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 and cheesed yeah. it right out of there, you know, so. Oh, man, like, and that's like, uh, what do you do? And you're, okay, you're him, you're in that situation, where do you think, you think you would have turned um, around? I, I would have tried probably to listen to my gut, you know, my instinct in that situation, um, I would like to think that in any given situation like this, including like yours with getting dripped on and, and stuff right, or bukkake'd or whatever you got, um, <laughs> I would I like- why I, heard, I wonder why I heard a spectral voice go, yeet, and- uh... <laughs> <laughs> Origato! Um, oh, ski, 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 ski. <laughs> From the window to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think if in that situation I would face it and and try to, you know, calmly find out more information, I guess. Um, I mean, fuck it. What do I got to lose, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So, Man. yeah, I would I, – I don't know. I would have been fighting with myself to turn around, I think. Yeah. Just to, just to see, just to be like, okay, well, what is this? Maybe they're going to eat me or steal my soul or – Right. Hook me up to the nope machine or whatever. But. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. I think when it's in your head like that, it's like um, somehow even scarier. Am I trying to say that? Is that right? Is that, um, you know, it's yeah, scarier so- because it's like way more personal. Like, we're here. We know where you are. We're here in your Something mind. Something that has the ability to do that. What else can it do? You know? Well, I mean, and you're by yourself. So if someone says turn around, I think you should because every now and then you get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. That's so right. You turn around. Oh, that's my that's my addition to that. And story. then you see the look in their eyes. <laughs> Bright eyes at that. Oh, uh, turns around that was just a total eclipse of the heart. So oh, yeah, that's pretty normal. We were all of us deceived. <laughs> Everyone at home's yeah. like, I hate this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Like, um, in your mind is, I don't know if it's scarier to me or something, you know, and especially when you're by yourself too. Well, that's why I'm like, if, if something did that in my mind, I'd be like, Hey, let's have a conversation. <laughs> you know? I'm, right. Like, I, hold up. Okay. I'm you open. can. Yeah, like I I understand what telepathy is. Well, yeah. might as well let's let's just talk. Let's see if I can find anything out. You know. Yeah, yeah. Who who are you? What what are you doing? Can you send me a picture of of yourself mentally? Right. Yeah. Right. You know. Or yeah. I am. Or like, what do you want? Hey, can you take me up in your ship and like get me the fuck off this planet? Well, it's the <laughs> joke that you and I have made it for a long time. We like when the the woman was on here and she was talking about I speak telepathically to these aliens and we're like can we and she's like sure and we even off the show opened our minds and i didn't hear a damn thing but that doesn't mean it's not true it just wasn't our truth now now what do you think how does that square with this guy that you 
talked to who apparently is open to stuff like this, and there are there isn't like a, a heaven per se. It's, it's just like, I wish I'd had more. And, I wish I had been doing that sh- the show for over seven years at that time because I've been like, <laughs> all right, sit down, fool. Because um, I'm licking the proverbial end of the pen as I'm getting ready to write down like all my questions. <laughs> right. And like I got, okay, and this and that is other dimensions and this and who are they from and what are aliens and blah, 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 yeah. this and that. Tell me information. And he's like, I know I don't charge, but uh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I have so many questions in the world of, of that. We get a lot of those types of people that reach out to be on the show and I don't have them on so much because I've watched some of their other interviews and they're very woo wooey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's probably wrong on my book, right? You know, because I've even had one of these situations and one of those people for better or worse helped us through our situation. Um, But it came to me naturally, not in through like an infomercial or a book or something like that. But then again, and this is something I always used to bitch it fucking go forth for, just because <laughs> someone writes a book doesn't mean they're bad. If you're good at something, why not fucking talk about it? You know, like there's yeah. not, it, it's not inherently bad to make a buck. I don't just um, write those people off per se. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just like you said, and it's true, and I'm on the other end of this, and you're like, I wish it happened to me so I could 100% believe it. Exactly. And then, you know, as soon as I had the those professional, you know, investigators in, I was like, ugh, nope. Lisa and I are both, <laughs> like, gross. And the whole, just the off the fucking, oh, I'm overweight. Spoiler. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times reaching out and you probably need to watch your sugar better because you're diabetes. I go, I don't, I'm not diabetic. She's like, the oh, woman did. Oh, the, I'm probably getting shit. that. Yeah. She, and she's like, I'm probably getting that cross with someone else nearby. I'm like, you <laughs> ignorant fuck. Like, just, just gross. Hilarious. Thanks. Well, I'll be the yeah. fatty over here for a while. You guys keep talking about our fucking 12 year old <laughs> statues that are evil. Uh, yeah, just, just, no, didn't like it. Did, it was just so fake, her, in the, right from the beginning. It's, and it's and that's interesting not, th- ahead, sorry that, that you got both uh, perspectives on that. You got that bullshit one. Right. And then you got one that was like, oh, this is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was just such a uh, juxtaposition of, yeah, you, you, I saw both ends of the spectrum, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Crazy. Uh, now, let me add one more question yeah, no, for yeah. you. What would it take for you to open yourself to try? Not and, interested. Not interested. Like what? But something, something would do it, right? The death of someone close to me or so, No, I don't even know. That's a, such a cliched answer. Um, severe boredom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. And I I'll don't, take that. I don't mean that, that as a joke. I mean, like, I would have to be like, man, uh, something's got to change or I'm... <laughs> What am I trying to say here? It would take a lot. Yeah, I get you. Because it sounds like torture. Like the way he made it sound, night and day, and and constantly just see if you know. Maybe it's maybe he's full of shit and it's all a lie. But he just made it sound like you know it's just like you're just opening up. It's like you all of a sudden you can see in other color spectrums or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. How do you describe those colors to someone who can't see those colors? Right. And. Maybe they don't want to see those colors and they don't believe that those colors exist. 
I don't know. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> maybe it is that simple. Maybe they just see in light spectrums a week. I don't know. Now I'm going into science. That's fun thought. 10 books I put together kids for, if you guys want to read about ghosts, these are kind of your, um, these are in no typical order that or, or no, no particular order. These are just some of the books I've read in the past that I really, really liked that I think if you like ghost stories and you want to read about fictional stuff, nonfiction, all that stuff, here's a good start. And like I said, this is not one to 10 in order of anything, but number one, The Haunting of Hill House, Shirley Jackson. Uh, ever read it? Ever ever been around that? Uh, no, no. The Shining. Shirley Jackson's a good author. Right. The Shining by, um, I can't put my name on him, something. I want to say Steve. St- um, <laughs> wait, it's... Um, storied queen yeah that's what it is now the shining by stephen king the amityville horror by jay anson and i have an asterisk on there go listen to our amityville episode and you understand why go also listen to our warren's episode you understand even more why but it's a fun book um and then you can read about 9,012 books on the Amityville house and the Amityville this and the Amityville that, but it's good. Now, here's one that I think we've all experienced, and I loved it as a child. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. hey By Alvin Schwartz. There was like, I had like three of those as a kid. Three, yeah. And you can I, get them all in one collection now. They are just fantastic, and they're actually scary. Yeah, I say for kids, they're scary stories. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, another one if you like a lot of stories, uh, the complete stories of Edgar Allan Poe. You can find his whole com- complete all-in-one spot. That's fantastic. The Monkey's Paw by W. W. Jacobs, another fantastic story that a lot of people have probably heard some uh, some uh, pieces of. Um, I've read it before. Anything by Ray Bradbury, Halloween Tree, you know, and anything. I'm not going to go down that whole road. That road. Just any, read from him. Um, the Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. You know, you got to know what you're getting into if you're reading from him. It's an Oscar Wilde story. It's it's flowery and and <laughs> foreign, and it's a lot of fun though. Another. I got to give the King another one. Stephen King Pet Cemetery fucking scared the shit out of me as a kid i read the book and the movie they're both scary to me and uh we all know the ground sour (laughs) um book of blood by clive barker i picked that one but uh hellbound heart is fucking fantastic just clive barker is a master of of horror and uh, the heart-shaped box by joe hill so um i was kind of i i put about six of these on my list i looked up and there's like all these lists, like 10 and 20, and every one of these was on pretty much every list. Yeah. So it's not the uh, the most original, but um, these are the ones that I've read and I really like at one point in time. Um, there's a lot of older Stephen King, the one-offs that are just fan. They're all great, um, but I always tell people start with some of the old Stephen King and work your way up, and it's it's really good. Nice. So that's been my ghost story and uh, David's ghost story. Where are yours? <laughs> Get them to us. Weird at hysteria51.com. We'd love to to read them uh, for you. Or if you want to talk to us about, uh, send us emails, uh, you know, send us, write them out. However you want to do it, send us a voicemail and, and then uh, we can talk to you. Probably easiest through email. Let's just do email. Weird at hysteria51.com. 
And while you're doing that, don't forget to go to Hysteria51.com. You can find links to everything on there, including a click on there to leave us your voicemails. And 773-669-7277 is the number. Again, 773-669-7277. And as long as we're on a geometry kick, talking about triangles, you're on tour here very soon with some of your Anso Borrego triangle goodies. What's uh, what's all going on in that aspect? Yeah, we, we are premiering, world premiere, this Thursday. So two days from recording this, yeah, so uh, this going is, out to This Idlewild. is going out tomorrow on Wednesday, so the day so after. The day after, I'll be... In Idlewild, California, showing people what we have put together. Sweet. Um, and you got to speak Joplin, Missouri's coming up. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Where um, else you got going? We got on? one in uh, Coshocton, Ohio, if they can figure out how to play the, the movie. Apparently, there's some uh, trouble with <laughs> how um, how they actually play stuff. At the, they have one very specific way they play movies and. It, it since we're not a um, you know big name yeah. um, company or whatever, we don't have the equipment. How to dare you not put your life savings it. into that, you ass? Yeah, but um, <laughs> oh. anyway, so hopefully in Coshocton and then in Crested Butte on September sixteenth. Butte, Colorado, the wildflower capital of the world, or at least Colorado. <laughs> That's what they like to say. <laughs> That's awesome. So hopefully you guys can get out. And see David, and um, you pinch him. He likes that. He really likes oh to be pinched. Don't yeah, smell him. We won't say where. Don't smell him. It's not that you can't afford it. You just don't want to. <laughs> All right. Well, stay haunted, friends out there. With that said, I'm in Brent. I've been David. And thankfully, it's been quiet on the robot front. Woo. It was terrible. It was just terrible. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.